What is going on, guys? Welcome to the final episode of the DFS Dose podcast for the 2018-19 NFL season. As you know by now, the DFS Dose is your fix of DFS information, strategy, and analysis. I'm your host, Ben Hover, and as always, I'm joined by the two Jays, Joey and Jared. And gentlemen, today's episode is going to be a two-game breakdown of the championship slate on DraftKings. So, what can you expect from this show? In one corner, we've got Joey, a well-known, highly biased Patriots fan. So I, I imagine that we can expect some fair and balanced takes from him on our AFC matchup. On the other hand, we've got Jared, who was pulling hard for the Eagles and BDN last week. But ultimately, we've got an NFC matchup without the Eagles between the two teams that deserve it most in the NFC. So uh, let's start with that game. The New Orleans Saints, number one seed in the NFC are hosting the Rams. This game has a 56 and a half total. The Saints are three-point favorites. So, Jared, I'll start with you. What are your initial thoughts on this game? Oh, it's, t- it's going to be a good game. I think it's going to be decently high-scoring. Um, that, Saint- that Saints offense is ridiculous. Even even last week when they got dominated early, that defense turned up, and then you can't stop Drew Brees on a mission. He's this This might be another Super Bowl. Go out on top. Super yeah. Bowl MVP, call it quits. I don't. I don't think he'd retire. Honestly, hand it to Teddy B. Mm. Maybe. I mean, nah, the hand thing it to is, Taysom like... Hill. What you mean? <laughs> yeah, bro, you ain't see that dot. You see, you saw that dot that he threw, right? That they called back. That was a, that was a yeah. good pass. Is it just me or like I feel like they like ninety percent of the Taysom Hill plays that they run don't work? Yeah, nah, you're right. Like I feel like I feel like they want that to be a thing more than it is. Like he's in there every week and it's usually like get stuffed. Maybe, I, don't maybe I don't know. I don't know. Sometimes he makes some plays. He's a good player. He's a yeah, good the, football player. The ten percent of he plays is. that he gets work. The other ninety yeah, percent don't then. work. Yeah. I'll take. I'll take <laughs> it. He had a first, didn't he? The fake punt that was Taysom Hill, right? Yeah. That yeah, he. That, that was a good play. That touchdown they got under, or the pass they got underthrown for him for a touchdown. He cooked. I forgot who it was, but he cooked him. He was wide open, and then he threw a touchdown last week. Taysom Hill was. Yeah, he had, he definitely fire. had a really good game. Um, and and speaking of last week, fire as well. I mean, Michael Thomas completely took over that game. He had 16 targets, 12 catches, 171 yards, and a touchdown. 38 points on DraftKings. I mean, it's obviously going to be a tougher task this LA secondary. So, what do you think uh, about Thomas and the other Saints pass catchers? You guys know how I have so much love for Marcus Peters, but yeah. undeserved love. Um. <laughs> I also got to get cooked. Yeah, that I also got absolute trash. I also got to support my boy from the Ohio State University, Michael Thomas, <laughs> and he might he might really cook him. Cuz Marcus Peters yeah. is good for one one uh toss in the fire game and get cooked. I so, mean, every, he's going to get cooked every single week. Yeah, yeah. yeah. every single at week. least <laughs> at least once a game he gets cooked. Um, See if he's aggressive. I, if I, were the Rams, I like it. Like Talib, right? Like wouldn't wouldn't Talib make more sense for for mm. Michael Thomas? I don't. Mm, yeah, probably. It depends how they play it. We're not gonna know. They will never. Is this this uh in this type of game they'll never tell you. Um, but Michael Thomas should do exactly what he did last week. Again, I personally think that Michael Thomas is the best way to spend your salary this week. He's the highest priced option on the slate, but you know, to me, he's more, 
it's crazy to say that I think he's more safe than Todd Gurley, but I mean, with he the is. way that the Rams used C.J. Anderson last week, like I really legitimately feel like Michael Thomas might be the safest and one of the highest ceiling options on this. Yeah, slate. he's the biggest lock for all formats. Yeah, GPP. Agreed. He probably has the highest ceiling because we could. I mean, last week the Saints' offense didn't look like they ended up looking all right, but like they kind of looked slow they didn't move the bar well um and he's still what, what was his stat line last week 12 for 171 and one yeah it's ridiculous <laughs> he was he was really the part of that offense that looked good like you said a lot of it seemed off like there were so many ted ginn like miscommunications where it was either too far too short like and it was just like michael thomas like when they needed a first down when they needed a play it was empty and he made every single play so and it, you know we don't have to go back to the regular season, but when they played in week nine or whenever they played, or six, he had his best game of the year against them, against Marcus Peters. Um, went for 211 yards on 12 catches um, and a touchdown. So he's he's used to cooking those uh, boys on the Rams, so I expect him to, to cook them again, honestly. Best play on the slate by by far speaking of cooking how about on the other side no. of the ball we have brandon cooks at 5300 so we also got <laughs> uh and so i mean what do we think about the rams receivers we got cooks at 53 woods at 57 and reynolds at 4.2 personally i mean i think that if you're going to try and win a gpp on this slate you're going to need to find that player who's going to be 10, 5% owned, and, and I don't know what Reynolds' ownership is going to be, but I suspect that it'll be relatively low with all the other options. Um, so I kind of like Reynolds in the slot against P.J. Williams. That's been a spot to target the Saints' defense all year. That's, like, the only, like, weak part of the defense right now because everything else is flowing in. They're just flowing. They're balling out. Marshawn Lattimore had a crazy good game last week. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. Yep, two picks. Um, he was good in coverage. It was good to see him back at uh, yeah. full strength. I mean, I like honestly. I like Cooks and Woods. Um, you know, Reynolds could maybe be that five percent guy that you need to win GPPs, but he's so volatile. Like even at forty two hundred, I would still kind of not feel good about playing him. Um. With that being said, Woods and Cooks are also relatively cheap, even though basically everybody on this slate on this slate is cheap. But I like Woods at fifty seven hundred, and then Cooks for GPPs and uh, or for GPPs at fifty three hundred. I think that's a good price for Cooks um, going up against uh, his first team team that drafted him. I could I could see him having a, a big game. Yeah, yep, that that's fair. And, you know, just to touch on what you said briefly, um, you know, DraftKings really made this slate affordable in pretty much every way. Like like we said, Gurley, 75, Alvin Kamara, 6,500. Like this slate is really about getting the explosive plays right because salary is not an issue. You can fit whoever you want from either game. So, um, you know, it's it really is going to be like picking the right plays, um, not not like the right lineup construction or anything like that. Yeah, so with that being said, you could basically go just about anywhere from the quarterback to the defense position 
And honestly, I think this game is more high scoring than the Chiefs game um, and the Patriots game. And I think Jared Goff for fifty four hundred. I think that's just too cheap. Even though Mahomes is what sixty six hundred in a good matchup, I think Jared Goff at fifty four hundred just provides enough value, and you could go down to him. And I think he'll be the least owned out of. Well, probably Tom Brady will probably be, but I think Jared Goff will either be the the third or the fourth least owned quarterback. And I think going there could give you some leverage, uh, pairing him with um, Cooks. Yeah, I'm really interested about what Brady's ownership will be, but probably really so, low. Yeah, yeah, I, I would, I could kind of see that. I mean, I might be interested. It is tough on the road with him uh, going to KC, but we could talk about that in the next game. So, um, Jared Goff, Drew Brees, where do you stand on that, Jared? What's what's Brees' price again? Fifteen. Only fifty nine hundred, uh, five hundred more than Goff. Yeah, I'm not interested in Goff like at all. Not even GPP, to be honest. The only players I'm interested in this game are obviously Todd Gurley. I like um, GPP Reynolds, and then I like Rob Woods for cash. Kamara and Michael Thomas, that's it. And then Breeze. I like Breeze as my cash quarterback. Yeah, I mean. That's a Saints defense, too. Not interested in golf at all. Yeah. I, I, I second that. I mean, Goff has only had one game over 20 points in his last five. Like, it isn't to say that he's bad, but just the way the Saints – or, sorry, just the way the Rams play when they get inside the 10 and the 5, they just run the ball. And whether it's Todd Gurley or C.J. Anderson getting those touchdowns this week, I just don't think it'll be Goff unless they're scoring from far out with Cooks. So, I mean, maybe one, one lineup for leverage. But honestly – None of the defenses are in a great spot this week, so you're going to have to pick one team, I think, to fade in correlation with the defense you play. And I think that, for me, I'm going to be fading a lot of these Rams, and I'm going to be playing the Saints defense. But that, that's just my opinion on this slate. Saints defense is a lock for me. It's just my favorite defense. Personally, I think it's going to be a decently high-scoring game, and I think any defense, this it, don't, it won't matter what defense you play. You might as well just pay down to the – to the Patriots, honestly, but um, honestly, 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 I think every defense is going to get like five to seven points. If one of them gets a touchdown, yeah. that swings the entire slate. Exactly, but it's it's not even the defense for me. It's either like Sean Payton's going to win this game and Belichick's going to win his game. So whoever you, <laughs> whoever you think gives up the least points, <laughs> and I'm probably, I mean, I'd like to play the Saints, but like. Patriots aren't losing. I'm I mean, sorry. I, Belichick's not losing. I mean, I'm just going to not play either of the road teams right off the bat. And, I mean, the Patriots have no pass rush, so they're definitely a, a hey, stone. Hey, hey, hey. We changed that around them. last week. We changed that around last week. I don't All right, yeah, I don't want to hear that. Two sacks. Um, <laughs> the Chargers hey, have no offensive line. The sacks... The, the sacks don't mean pressured, all right? I mean, he. Okay. they got there two times, yeah, yeah, it's little, but they still pressured him on just about every drop back, which affected the outcome of the game, obviously. Yeah, you're right, but anyway, um, <laughs> no, that's fair, but I guess the last thing to really discuss with this game is, I mean, Todd Gurley, is he playable when he's getting out-touched by C.J. Anderson? And if the answer is no, is C.J. Anderson playable at 5K? Do you think that he is going to get another 20, 20 carries? He's gotten at least 26 DraftKings points or more in three straight, at least 20 carries in three straight. That's um, crazy. 
It's not. So they signed this dude, and he's a, he's a workhorse. He's one of the most consistent fantasy players for three straight weeks, and he's only 5K. That's um, crazy. I'm not going to Todd Gurley or CJ Anderson. I have my three running backs locked in, and I'm not switching them. Um, I wonder if it's the same three that I have. Is it Kamara, Williams, and White? Yeah. <laughs> hey, yeah. let's go. Let's go. Yeah, I'm I'm in, I'm in the same spot as you. Es- I don't think that you need to play Gurley or or Anderson this week. Especially because I want to get Michael Thomas in there. For sure, and I mean, just it's worth noting that early ownership projections have Todd Gurley as the highest owned running back. So I think that there's certainly leverage in fading him if he's going to be 50, 60, 70 percent owned in in the small slate. Like, I think he's a strong fade, and yeah. if the ownership is there, that makes it even better. I mean, GPP-wise, I'll take a little Mark Ingram and a little C.J. Anderson. Yeah, you got I'm to. I'm just probably full fade on Todd Gurley. Yeah, I don't, just cause, I don't mind Ingram. I mean, I could see Todd Gurley getting 80 and a touchdown, but, like, if they're just going to give C.J. Anderson all these all these carries, and then they'll probably be behind. Actually, they're going to be behind. Um, He's going to look at Woods yeah. and Cooks, and they're not just going to do dump-offs to Gurley. Because he's limited again. He was limited today again. He's obviously something yeah. happened. They gave him they they worked him too hard. Yeah. I think I think That's they're just fair. managing him, but uh what you said with them being down is why I do like golf. I think they're gonna be down. I think they're gonna have to throw the ball to catch up. I think they're gonna have to abandon the run game early. Or not early, but like, you know, second, third quarter. And that's why I like golf and some of his receiving options. Um Especially in GPPs. If, if that does happen, then I think that that actually makes Gurley more interesting because the only reason that C.J. Anderson is able to get so many touches is because they've been in control of those three games, right? Yeah. So, like, yeah. if, if, if it turns into a situation where they're passing, I think that Gurley will be the clear pass yeah. down back, not C.J. Anderson. So that that's one scenario where I think Gurley could have a really successful game if he racks up six, seven, eight catches or more. Um, I mean, yeah. But honestly, I think, I think Alvin Kamara is a better play in my opinion for a thousand less yeah i like kamara too but i think if you're making a bunch of lineups you have to play Gurley in at least like one or two of them um because 7500 for Gurley is just too cheap and if they come out and they decide oh we're just not going to give cj anderson touches and todd Gurley gets 30 touches um could be gg yeah I, I don't think i don't think that's possible even if they scaled him back like i think he's a lock for 12 touches i mean he's been incredibly productive for them no nah, you're right he's at, he, he really has he's averaged like, like Jared six said, something is really wrong with Gurley. he's averaged yeah. like six plus yards per carry in the, in the last three games um and um to your point where you like golf because they're going to be down that's why i don't like golf because i don't think he's got that in him mm. Because, like, I think they're going to be down because of Goff. And then Goff, he's not going to be able to bring them back. I honestly think they might get smoked. I could see it, but smoked. he had a good game um, in New Orleans this, uh, when they went I don't want to hear so. that. It doesn't matter. Completely right. different, def- completely different defense. Eh. It, this I, defense. They're, they're playing better. Really turned around. They're this playing defense, better, but they're I told still you guys this was going to happen. I told you guys this was going to happen. This defense became what it was last year again. That's not going to – they they won't give up 20 points. Yeah. So I guess Ooh. the question is, like, can you get away with fading C.J. Anderson then, especially if you think Todd Gurley is 
because you guys um, said that you guys aren't going to play him. So I don't know if you can get away with him and he's getting 20 touches and say he gets 27 that, you know, might sink your, or not sink, but, you know, you might not win a GPP. I, I really, I mean, I think that Damian Williams is a stone cold lock at one of your running back spots. And I think that James White, in my opinion, is also a stone cold lock. And then you can really pick between if you want to play four receivers or play Kamara as your, as your RB flex, um, or, you know, not flex, but your RB three along with Williams and White and maybe, maybe Sony Michelle again. But, um, to me, it's really a, a toss up between those four. I'm not really interested in Gurley this week. Or CJ. Okay, so fade the Rams running backs. So got it. Uh, are you guys good? You're yeah. Move on here. Right. Yeah, I might as well hop off the pod now because I already know what's coming. <laughs> you mean um, truth? Oh truth. No bias. Right, well, let's get into some truth then because we have the Chiefs hosting the Patriots. The Chiefs are three-point favorites. The total on this game is 55 points. Um, let, let's hear it, Joey. The total went down from fifty nine and a half to fifty five and a half, so that's something to interesting to keep an eye on. To... Four four points down in Vegas, but just in a game sense, you know, obviously I'm gonna root for us to win. Um, us. Do I think they win? <laughs> yes. They the Patriots haven't been underdogs in like four years, so this is like new territory, but. Um, you know, you want to talk about Patriots trends. They also haven't won a conference championship game on the road since 2004. Mm. Good point. Good, good point, buddy. But, um, yeah, it's going to be tough. I'm not saying it's a clear-cut win. It'll definitely be close. Um, It could go either way. I'll just put that out there. I put that on Twitter already. Um, The Chiefs can easily win this game, just, just as the Patriots can win this game. It'll be harder for the Patriots, obviously, on the road in Kansas City. Tough place to play, um, going up against one of the best offenses ever. It'll be tough, but I think they could get it done. Um, but from a DFS perspective, I like I like the running backs in this game. Um, I love it. I love uh, Sony and Damian Williams. I think they'll have uh, pretty good games, honestly. James White had, he's a running back. Uh-huh. Right, he's a running back. He had zero attempts last week, and he had 24.7 points. Yeah. 17, 17 targets, 15, 15 catches, 97 yards. Yep. Like That is mind-blowing to see 17 targets and zero attempts from a running back. I mean, he might as well just be a wide receiver that you can play at running back. But Basically he is, yeah. I mean, honestly, if that's the kind of role he's going to have in the postseason for the Patriots, 17 targets at 5,400, if he has – Half of that, if he has nine targets at 5,400, he's a great play, right? Yeah, for sure. So, I mean, White to me is is a stone lock. And on the other side of the ball, Damian Williams, um, you know, he has gotten basically 100% of the workload. He had, uh, I think, 25 out of the 28 rushing attempts that the Chiefs had last week. He gets receiving game usage, six targets last week. Um, I mean, he's, he's a workhorse. Even if Spencer Ware comes back this week, which, you know, it's – pretty up in the air i would i would say not probable but i mean possible even if he does come back i think that williams is a smash play against the patriots yeah i I, honestly as a as a patriots fan i think williams is gonna have a great game against us um they they suck against running backs honestly so what are the possibilities of another sony michelle monster game 
because I don't think they're that high, but I mean, the Chiefs don't have a great run defense. It's not really, Michelle hasn't really piled these games up back to back. He's had big games throughout the season, but I mean, you know, he had three touchdowns. That's going to be pretty hard to replicate. He could get, you know, one or two touchdowns for sure. But I mean, do you think that the game plan, I mean, what do you, what do you expect the game plan, uh, game plan to be for the Patriots this week, Joey? I mean, is this going to be a run heavy script or a pass heavy script? You know, it'll be a it'll be a good mix of both. Um, just like they did against the Chargers, uh, they're gonna want to establish a run since the Chiefs had one of the worst run defenses in the NFL this past season. So I think they're gonna want to get Sony involved early, get James White involved early. Um, you know, get the ground game going. That'll definitely be a a major priority for them. And then obviously the run helps set up the pass with like play actions. Uh, so I th- I think it'll be a good mix. I think there's points to go around in this game, but with the cold weather, you know, I'm a believer in the weather. If it's, you know, below zero, I think both teams are going to um, gonna focus on trying to run the ball and control the clock and, you know, uh, do it like that. So, um, and there is, there is some history to back that up with the weather. Um, teams do throw less in games under uh 15 degrees so i mean if you just look at kansas city weather for the week they've got it as like cloudy and like 24 degrees yeah i mean it's stupid to try and predict the weather before the day it happens or even the day of just i i just like i just like the running games i'm not a i'm not a big fan of the pat mahomes i i personally disagree with that take i think i think mahomes is an elite play. I mean, we're talking about somebody who's 6,600 and he threw 50, 50 touchdowns this year. Like, I mean, just the potential upside is so high. Um, you know, not to say that I think the Chiefs, you know, completely demolished the Patriots this game, but I just don't see the Patriots being able to win this game unless they put up at least 30 points because the Chiefs are putting up 30 points. You know, it's happening. Um, so it's just a matter of how it happens. You know, I, I also think that Mahomes ran incredibly bad. We saw, like, basically a floor game from him last week, and he still put up 17 points. Just got bad touchdown luck, you know, getting run-ins from Tyreek Hill, from Damian Williams. I think Daryl Williams got one, if I'm not mistaken. And, and eventually, yeah, Mahomes had his rushing touchdown, but no passing touchdowns. It's not going to happen. Um, you know, the Chiefs are going to throw some touchdowns in this game. I, I love Mahomes at 6,600. And – if early ownership projections have Breeze ahead of Mahomes and you're getting Mahomes as not the most popular option, that's even more leverage to me to, to make him a smash play. Jared, you got any thoughts on this game? Oh, all right. Let's hear it. So, Tyreek Hill, full fade. Okay. James White, full lock. Mm-hmm. Sony Michelle, GPP, just like last week. Damien, lock and cash, good GPP play too. Kelsey is lock, like every week. Yeah, yeah. I still like the Patriots defense in GPP because Belichick's still their coach. And Gilmore could lock up any anybody on that team. So if they just take away their best player, then Mahomes going to have to throw to, like, Sammy Watkins. Honestly, the move... Would be to have Gilmore on Kelsey, but they're not going to do yeah. it. But that's what I would do. G- Gilmore on Kelsey, and then J wasn't J. That'll or... never happen, obviously, because he's a tight end. Yeah, but no. that's what I would do. Hey, hey, don't say <laughs> never, because they did do that 
Wait, no. Yeah, they did that. To leave on Jimmy Graham, right? Yeah, oh, yeah. Yeah, they definitely did do that. Yeah, so don't rule that out. Definitely don't rule that out. If that if that were to happen, though, then I feel like Hill would be a complete lock. No, if, if over you, if you think over that's possible. Over under on Hill and Gilmore on Kelsey. That's locks. <laughs> GG Mahomes. But <laughs> and then I like Edelman a lot, like a lot. Yeah, a lot. I think Edelman will eat. I think Edelman eat. could be one of the like top five highest scoring players on the slate again. Yeah, well, you know, 13 targets last week. He he had an awesome game, nine catches for 151, a rushing attempt for seven yards on top of that, 27 points last week. It, it was an awesome performance from him, and KC probably won't be able to really match up with him in the slot, I don't think, honestly. No, nah, definitely not. And then, I mean, there's no reason to fade Mahomes unless you think, like, that the Patriots is going to dust them. There's not really a reason to fade him because, like Ben said, he's been disgusting this year. Um, But I don't know. I guess you could fade him, but I would only fade him for Drew Brees. I'm not playing. I throw Brady in a couple of GPPs because Brady's Brady. And this time of year, Brady's Brady. Yeah. Um, And you still That's got fair. that. You still got uh, Mr. Cutoff Sleeve hoodie on the <laughs> sideline, so... I don't, um, think, I don't think those sleeves will be cut off on Sunday, though. So. You you want to bet? <laughs> <laughs> I think it, I think it'll be too cold. Nah, he ain't no bitch. Um, yeah, I don't know. I I still like the Patriots to win because I will never doubt Brady in the playoffs. But he doubted him last Other week. Than, that, that's, yeah, that's he obviously. We're not gonna never doubt him up. again. I'll never doubt him again. Literally, <laughs> no, I will d- never doubt him. Doubting him at him. home is different than doubting him on the road, though. Let's keep that it, is. keep it a bean. I mean, keep it a and, bean. And to, your, <laughs> and, and, and to your point about uh, you know Tyreek Hill. I mean, this man had forty two point two points. He had three touchdowns when they played earlier in the year, and. These teams, you know, whereas the Saints' defense has changed a lot, I don't know how much the Patriots' defense has changed since week six. I don't know if they're going to be able to counter Tyreek Hill. A lot of their good – the good things about the Patriots' defense is their scheme and their, you know, man-to-man. But, like, who's going to go man-to-man with Tyreek, you know? Do you really think Belichick's going to let that happen? But he got – I mean – Gilmore got cooked last week. Yeah, I know he he had he didn't allow any catches for the last whatever whatever I know. The, la- was talking the last about. three hours of the game of real lifetime, <laughs> he gave up one play, and there and everybody's like, "Oh my god, All Pro, what? He's trash." Blah blah. Yeah, Dude doesn't give up was... another catch for the rest of the game to shut everybody up, and they're still talking about it. He Let's... thought he was smarter than Philip Rivers, and then he <laughs> sunned him. He did. Think has he was smarter. He thought he was smarter than it for a minute. And it cost just him. Had, <laughs> just had his ninth kid on the field. He was like, I'm going to oh. jump this route. Yeah, okay. Mop, over the head. <laughs> but, yeah. <laughs> He's like, oh, we're going deep. That was the only catch. Only catch of the game that he gave up. So don't talk yeah. about my son Gilmore like that. Yeah, until he put. Uh, the holds on Mike Williams. For yeah, the rest exactly. Of the game. Oh my God, with the holding and the Patriots the, defense. The, Listen, nobody's going to be holding the Cheetah. Not this week. Nobody. 
Nobody. Yeah, the one hole. Nah, I think I, I think he's gonna get locked. I think they go. I really think they do go Gilmore on Kelsey and over under on Tyreek. They only make sense. Yeah, because Watkins isn't a threat, so I wouldn't target him. Yeah, you could throw Jason McCourty <coughs> on him, or I keep forgetting yeah. the other dude's name. JC what? Jackson? Yeah, JC Jackson. JC Jackson. You don't yeah. think Watkins is a threat though? I mean, coming no. off of a seven game, you know, hiatus, he, he had six catches for sixty two yards on eight targets. He's only four K. I mean, if he's the solid wide receiver too in this offense at four K. Uh, and I mean, a fumble, I right? Some interest. Didn't he fumble? Did he? I don't yeah. trust people yeah, who yes, he did fumble. I don't trust people who fumble. Hmm. <laughs> nah, he he'd be my he'd be my low salary GPP guy though. On some on a real note. I mean, yeah, I could see it for four thousand. It's just like take a shot because you're gonna need one guy that's low. And I mean, if you had to pick from say, I mean, you know, honestly, Ted Ginn, Josh Reynolds, Sammy Watkins, or Traquan Smith, like, give me Philip who, Dorsett. Who's the one? Wow, yeah, that's funny. Wow. So Ted Ginn, yeah, Philip Dorsett. Yeah. That's funny. Wow. I, I keep hearing something, but like, yeah. <laughs> Philip Dorsett. Like he's had six. Five. Okay, but he had 16 points week 17, 14 last week, 3,900. That's all you need. Yeah, Fit, like, so 13 uh, points. Chris, points. Chris Hogan has more targets than him over the last two weeks. <laughs> yeah, give me, less give, me Ted, give me Ted Ginn. Ted, right, I, Ted Ginn. Watkins, Reynolds out of those three. Okay, I like yeah, Tiger. I'd go Reynolds, Reynolds, Ginn, Watkins. Um. But back to this game. Um. Yeah, I, I like I like some options. Um, I like Edelman, uh, Gronk Love not Edelman. in not in play. Even even though Gronk is dirt cheap, so I mean you could take How a shot. How much is he? Forty one hundred. Yeah, that's a GPP play. Yeah, double you tight could, on. Yeah, you could Give take a you could take a little shot with Gronk and hope and hopefully he, you know, gets a touchdown. <clears throat> but other than that, I like the running backs. I'm on the I'm on the fade Tyreek train as well. Um, you could play Mahomes. He's been crazy, but you know, I think I think the the way to go to win a GPP is to have your core. Or like four or five guys from the Rams Saints game, and then sprinkle in some of the players from the Chiefs game. But you're gonna need to get the guys on the Chiefs and Patriots side right. So, Joey, let me ask you a question: Would you play Trent Brown at 4100? The hell is would you Trent Brown? Would you play uh, the Patriots left tackle, oh, or maybe yeah, David the- Andrews? Or wow. Shaq Mason. And you because, call I yourself mean, a fan. Well, yeah. Bro, okay. I thought he was talking about like a <laughs> running back or receiver. Obviously, I know our left tackle was Trent Brown. I thought there was another Trent Brown playing running back out there. Well, <laughs> I'm just saying I'm just saying, if you're interested in I didn't get the, the I didn't get the connection at first. Oh, he's not a <laughs> fucking saying. he's not an old lineman, so don't even say it. <laughs> I'm saying I'm like if, if you saw if you saw Trent Brown at 4100, how intrigued would you be? Because that's what I'm seeing when I look at Rob Gronkowski at 4100. I'm not playing an offensive tackle for 4100 dollars in DraftKings. It's not happening. 
Um, yeah, I mean, just at the tight end position, I think Kelsey's honestly the only option. Maybe you could play Gerald Everett. Like, he's had some big games at 2,700 if you want to fade Kelsey, thinking maybe, you know, the Patriots try and lock Kelsey down. Um, I like that's that. reasonable. Cheaper but yeah, no, no, uh, I'm not playing any offensive linemen in my DraftKings lineup this week. I don't know. I'm just saying he could have a he could have a big game. Um, the Chiefs were bad against tight ends this year, so he could have a big game. Maybe maybe he's the five percent guy because I don't think he's going to carry any ownership. Honestly, maybe, maybe off of name value, but I feel like people who would play someone off name value aren't still playing on DraftKings. Honestly, yeah, that is like, true. there's there's not. I don't think there's very many casual players playing this deep into the DraftKings season. Yeah, Joey that's, is. That's true. Hey. <laughs> hey. Forty, but forty one hundred is just dirt cheap for a player that can put up a big game. Potentially. Probably not. His big games are behind him. He yeah, had one month of season against the Jets, and that was it. Hey, he snapped against Miami in Week 14, so just just Yikes. about like a month and a half ago. Yeah, so too long ago. Never say never. Never. <laughs> <laughs> um, let's close out the show with our favorite stack of the week. Uh, Jared, you want to go first? Of course. So, I like Breeze, Kamara, and, MT. well, I mean, Michael Thomas is obvious, so I'm going to say Ted Ginn. Mm. Okay. Obviously, That's obviously, uh... you could just throw Michael Thomas in there, but. And how about you, Joseph? Um, Yeah, my favorite would probably be that same as Jared's. Uh, low on, though, that could potentially win you some big money would i would uh say the goth um goth to cooks and Gurley or cj anderson i don't know i guess i should pick one um let's let's go with cj anderson you know yeah, make it he said Gurley's probably gonna be chalky so yeah make it make it interesting uh goth yeah that that's great leverage off of Gurley. goth anderson cooks as the wide receiver to pick, and then you could run it back with Michael Thomas, Kamara. I mean, I love both of them. I think five from that game is a move. Yeah, I think that's what I, I don't know. Because it's hard to, you know, or it's not hard to play Drew Brees or golf, but with Mahomes at 6,600, it's kind of like, you know, why? Um, yeah. So you might just want to target the position players, but if you want to stack breeze or golf with the players and that's i would think that's fine um breeze was the was the quarterback to have last week to win gpp so and for me i think the stack of the week it's going to be mahomes um i'm going to be having mahomes and damian williams together a lot try and get every touchdown from that side of the ball um and i i really do like tyree kill this week because i think that the main priority is going to be stopping Kelsey on, on the side of the Patriots, and it's going to be tough for them to do. He's obviously elite, but um, I don't know. I think I think if you play a Mahomes lineup without Kelsey, maybe go with someone like Everett or, I don't know, if Benjamin Watson's in play. Probably not. Um, yeah, no. Just play I don't Kelsey. Know. I don't know. It, yeah, it's tough. I'm like I'm trying to like think, is there any leverage whatsoever to fading Kelsey? No. Gerald um, Everett would be the only other player I would play. Deep. Yeah, so no. I, that, that's going to be my low-owned stack. It would be Mahomes, Damian Williams, and Tyreek Hill. Uh, you'd have to play Everett as your tight end in that scenario and bring it back with James White. The only, the only hope to have leverage of fading him is if 
you play Gronk and somehow, some way, he goes off. That's the only leverage. I don't think Gerald Everett will do shit. I don't think any tight end under him will do shit because they're all a bunch of bums. I mean, Gronkowski obviously hasn't been the same Gronk as years prior, but that's your only hope if you want to fade Kelsey is you play Gronk at 4,100 in a good matchup. You know, if you think the Patriots are going to be down, they're going to be throwing, Gronkowski's going to be running routes. I would say that's your only leverage in fading Kelsey is hoping that Gronk somehow, some way has a good game. All right. Um, solid breakdown of the slate, boys. We, we went about 40 minutes on on two games. I'd say that's uh, giving the people what they need for this slate. You know, a lot of, a lot of side chatter. Yeah, yeah, but that's, that's good. Um, you know, I did at the top of the show say this was going to be our final episode of the season. What I meant by that was it was going to be our final breakdown. We're not doing a breakdown of the Super Bowl, but yeah. I do think that we are planning on doing like a sort of like end-of-the-year wrap-up show after the Super Bowl. We'll talk about our plans with the podcast going forward. So, you know, make sure you stay tuned on our iTunes and, and Twitter, at the DFS Dose, um, Instagram. Same handle across all platforms. Uh, we will drop our 40th episode, a sort of end-of-the-year wrap-up, uh, sometime just after the Super Bowl. So keep your eyes out for that. And, uh, you know, other than that, uh, it's been an awesome year. And, uh, yeah, we'll, we'll, do our, we'll do our goodbyes on that 40th episode, I'd say. So, um, you know, as always, you can follow us on Twitter, Instagram. Uh, you know, my Twitter is at Ben Hover, B-E-N-H-A-U-V-E-R. Guys, tell them where they can find you. My Twitter is at Joey Carrion underscore. Mine's at Jared underscore underscore Marcus. All right, guys, let's, uh, let's cash in this weekend and uh we'll talk to you soon yep